Welcome to the Universe is Talking podcast, episode five. I'm your host, King. And I'm your host, Asha. Today's episode, we will be discussing fake orgasms. <laughs> we discussed this prior to recording this episode, and we agreed that I'm going to start this off. So I'm going to retitle it now and let you know that I'm going to be discussing ladies. You hear him making cum noises, but he ain't coming. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and begin this discussion. So you two are obviously doing what you're doing. You hear him coming. You prop Well, you hear him making the sounds as if he's coming, and you probably think he actually did come, but that nigga ain't coming. He just faked the whole move to get this whole situation over with. Let's talk about why, though. There's really only two possible reasons why he faked it. And the first reason is your pussy ain't as good as you've been broadcasting it to be. (laughs) You've been running around. Screaming to Mars how great, how A1 your pussy is. Now he believes it, so he thinks he got to put in extra work because it got to be A1. You've been telling him it's A1. It got to be A1. He knows it's A1. He gets inside, though, and it ain't no A1 to be found nowhere whatsoever. Now he thinks all right, maybe I got to let it warm up a little bit. He's treating it like a car. He got to let it run a little bit. He got to let it warm up a little bit. Maybe the A1 is coming. <laughs> he going to test drive it a little bit. He might drive it around the corner a little bit. But it still ain't gets that A1 level that you've been screaming it is. Mm-mm-mm. So we might be about 20, 30, 40 minutes into this. Wow. And he now realizes that Ain't shit A1 about this pussy that I'm in. So he makes the most wisest decision that a man in his position could possibly make. I got to end this shit. So he's probably going to spend another five to ten minutes thinking, how the fuck am I going in this shit? And then it, it clicks. It hits him and he decides, I'm going to fake like I nutted. That's uh-huh. what I'm going to do. Because if her dumb ass don't know, her shit ain't even A1 to begin with. Ain't no way she's going to know that I really ain't come in the first place. So he decided that he's going to do the fake I can't move. He does it. He pulls it off. He looks at you and say, you did it. You made me come. He ain't going <laughs> to tell you it was A1, though. He's not going to do that. He is not going to lie to you. But he will make you feel like you did it. You made him come. And he's going to be the happiest man to be out of your garbage-ass pussy. That's so mean. I ain't lying, though. (laughs) Are you done? I guess so. Okay. So I'm going to be serious. And I should preface this, like, our show, our show, whenever we're talking about, um, I don't know, like anything having to do with our bodies. We should always just say 
Like, we're not medical professionals. You know, seek medical help if you need it. But let's just say there's nothing wrong with you. You know, there's nothing wrong with you. You've already spoken to the doctor. There's no issues um, that are preventing you from reaching an orgasm. And I'm speaking, obviously, from the perspective of a woman. If you don't have any medical conditions that are keeping you from having an orgasm, one of the reasons that I'm finding or I've found over the years is that a lot of women haven't even figured out how to make themselves come. And this is, like, perplexing to me, that you have spent your entire life with your body. I mean, no one else has had as much time with your body as you have. You have access to it all the time, and you don't touch yourself. And if you do touch yourself, you haven't figured out what makes you tick, what makes you arouse, what brings you to climax. And so if you haven't figured that out yet, how is it that you expect the person that you're with to be able to do that? Now, I've said this before on the show, I write romance. I write women's fiction, and oftentimes the man is like immediately he knows everything to do with this woman's body. Like he's he's talented in that way, and somehow um, through fate he understands what makes her tick. But in reality, let's just say most men know some moves, but they don't know you. And we have like bells and whistles, things that work for us, and if he's not been with you ever, then how's he going to figure that out right away? He's not. You've got to show him. Or you've got to lead him in that direction when you're together, you know, like give him some sort of responses to let him know. We've kind of covered this before in our um, previous After Dark edition, and I'm thinking this is another After Dark edition. I don't know about you. But um, where – if you um if you're responding he has the opportunity to read what's working for you and therefore knows that this is the type of thing he should be doing to keep up um so if you're not if you don't know what makes it happen for you then it's going to be hard to get him or whoever your partner is to figure that out as well and i can say that if a lot of women, when they're unable to achieve an orgasm, they oftentimes feel some sort of pressure um, to pretend that they have. Um, I think that you guys put in, sometimes it looks like you're putting in a lot of hard work, and a lot of women don't want to disappoint men by, you know, just just laying there and not responding, not reacting. Um, so a lot of women will put on a performance as if they're coming. I, I, I don't know what that's about. Maybe it's just to make him feel good. Maybe it's to stop it, just like you said. But, yeah, I think a lot of times women are faking because literally they're not coming. 
and they aren't coming because they haven't yet figured out what will make them come. And my advice has always been to play with yourself and do it in front of him. He is not responsible for your orgasm. If you've only had two orgasms the entire time that you've been together with this guy and both of them were achieved by some some manipulation that you did, who cares how you got your orgasm? You having a good time, right? So do what you got to do. But it just, you know, a lot of women, like I said, aren't comfortable with figuring that out about themselves and not comfortable with sharing with him. So they oftentimes will go through the sexual experience and then at some point just pretend that it happened because men, um, I think that is how you kind of gauge whether you had a good performance is how whether we've come and how many times we've come. Am I right about that? You're definitely right about that. Okay. So we feel pressure. You got them right. (laughs) All right. So now let's go into my closing topic for this one. Okay. So another reason why he might be faking it is because that dick wasn't for you this week. It was for you last week, and it will be for you again next week, but his dick is not for you this week. (laughs) Why not? Why not? Because he made promises for that dick to belong to someone else this week. And what you're not about to do is steal this dick that don't belong to you. (laughs) Now, if you should choose to break his rules that you don't even know about, and try to steal this dick that don't belong to you this week, he has determined that there will be a move to get him out of this situation if he just so happens to need to get out of this situation. And that move is faking the nut. Mm -hmm. You should have never stole the dick in the first place. Stole it. Yeah, she stole it. it. He didn't offer it to her. She thought just because it was in her face, that meant that she should have it. That's not what it meant, though. He didn't look at her and, and make her think that it belonged to her for that week. He was trying his best to avoid her, if we're being honest. But I don't know what was going on with her, but she she's all hot and bothered. She thinks that if she gets some of him, she's going to calm down and have the fix that she needs. She's being selfish at this moment. She didn't take into consideration what plans he might have for his dick because it is his dick, not her dick. So now her selfish ass done stole the dick. He's worried and concerned about the promises that he made to some other woman. And the last thing that he wants to do is break these promises. So he says, fuck it. I can always come right back to her and give her some next week. I gave her some last week. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to just cut this shit short tonight. I'm going to fake like I came. Hopefully she came two, three, four, five times. So she's good. As long as she came, she's good. If she didn't come now, this nigga got a whole different type of set of problems that he might not want to deal with. But this is the risk that she took to begin with because she should have never stole it. She should have asked for permission. (laughs) 
So now she's forced to deal with him faking the orgasm. Mm. Better luck next time. Mm-mm-mm. So here's the thing, though. With that, this whole conversation, though, is it really just brings to fore the fact that a lot of couples, a lot of partners, I should say, sexual partners, are just lying. They are not honest in the experience that they're having. And I really wonder what that feels like sexually, like what it feels like to be with someone who's not really completely satisfying you, not in the way that you want them to because you have this expectation that sex should have orgasms and they're not happening and you fake. So, you know, either because you want someone to feel good or because you want it to end or because you don't really know what is going to bring you to orgasm so you don't even know how to ask for what you want, whatever the reasons, you're not having an authentic experience, what does that feel like to truly not be enjoying sex from beginning to end? And I often wonder why people are even doing it um, if there's so many lies involved in the experience. Because one of the things I was going to say earlier, and I kind of moved away from it, is once you start faking, it has to be hard then to stop faking. Um, I mean, because you've, you've set up a, an expectation that he can bring you to orgasm. So, you know, like if you, if, if you pretend that him sucking on your nipples for so many moments is going to make you have you know, one of those mini shocks in your uterus and it's something like an orgasm takes place and you go through the motions of making that happen, he's going to believe that that works. So then every time you're together, he's going to pull out that move because he thinks that move works. So now you got to, you have to continue your performance unless you're ready to now have an honest conversation and say, you know, all that shit you was doing and all that, um, all them times that I, you know, pretended to be shaking and convulsing and all of that, you know, um, really all that was an act. Um, I have heard that women do things like clench their vagina in order to sim- simulate an orgasm just to convince, <laughs> just to convince a man that she has orgasm, but she hasn't. Why are why are you doing this? What how is it does not benefit you? It doesn't even benefit him. Because the worst that can happen is he be disappointed. And if he's a man who really wants you to have a full sexual experience and he's your real partner, you know, now I'm not saying that you have to be in a committed relationship, but he truly cares about you, then he's going to want to figure this out with you. He's going to suggest those things that I mentioned before, meaning touch yourself. He wants to watch. He's going to touch you slowly. He's going to figure out what's happening and how to make it happen right along with you. He wants to be part of that, if you're honest. But if you're lying, he can't do that with you. So he's always going to put on the performance that he thinks works, and you will always be in this sexual experience that isn't working for you. 
that lie is a horrible lie to yourself. It only harms you. So whoever is listening, stop that shit. Just stop that shit. Stop faking. It will not get you better dick. It is not going to get you a man. It ain't going to keep them. It's not going to do any of that. Like, you'll be living a miserable life because you'll now be married with someone who doesn't know how to make you come because you lied in the beginning. And you got to keep this performance up forever. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay, so next point. Wait, pause, wait. Let me, really? let me just say something on that one before you go to your, your point. Okay. My man, if you doing all that bullshit you think you're doing and she is faking it, you better hope that she don't find a nigga that really make her come for real. <laughs> right. If she do, your days are numbered. Mm. Now, nine times out of ten, he don't want her ass. He wants you to stay in the picture so he can keep sending her home to you. But in her head, what am I going home for? He right. ain't doing nothing. He in there pounding all hard, going real fast. I got to <laughs> fake it and make him think he's doing something. But when I come over there to this other guy, he really making me scream for real. And he really making my stomach move. Like, I ain't getting it at home. So now she's trying to figure out how she's going to get away from your weak dick delivering ass and get over to the real dick a little more permanently so she could get the experience that she really want to have at home, but she can't have because she found you first. You better hope that type of man don't come around it into her life. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree there. I mean, I've heard of many women who get um, you know, dick from other men in order to supplement what they're not getting at home. And I, I think I said this in the first podcast that there are a lot of people who have that belief that they cannot have a partner that has it all. Um, and I just don't subscribe to that. I believe that you can. But the most important key to that is not settling and is not lying. Whenever you start off with a lie, whoever you say you are, you got to continue to play that part. Whether you're having orgasms or not, whatever performance you put on, now you got to always put on that performance because it's harder to say to someone, I lied after a while. It would have just been easier to just be who you were and give a, a real performance, like actually show him what you have, what you don't, who you are, whether it's working, and therefore you would have ended up with a partner who could really please you. But no, like you, you wanted a man so bad in a lot of cases that you're like, you know what, he got all these other attributes. It, it won't matter to me, you know, like, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out the dick thing. And you just lie through the whole thing, and now you got half a man. I mean, and I mean, I just, I cannot imagine spending my life with someone who cannot make my toes curl. I cannot imagine that. And women are doing that, though. And and because they're doing it, they go out and they get other men. Then. They go out and get gooder dick. 
<laughs> get good or dick, mm-hmm. just the supplement. And that sad to me when all you had to do was just be honest. So moving on to my next and my last point um, and reason is really sometimes he's just not that good. I mean, sometimes you all pull moves. It doesn't matter whether I have pointed you in the right direction or not, whether I have made it very clear what works. Um, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he's just a selfish person. I say selfish because the way that we're designed, men have got to allow women to have theirs first. Otherwise, it's you know, it will fall apart. There is no him coming and then making you come. I mean, you got to come first. So if he cannot find a way to bring you your pleasure in the beginning, then likely you're not going to get it at least until he recovers. Um, So that's pretty selfish, I think. But, you know, there are times that that men just aren't good. They're not good lovers. And so, therefore, you're with someone who's not a good lover, and you're like, this shit is garbage. And you want it to end, period. You you need it to end. Um, so you fake just to close it. And, I mean, no differently than what you said. Just to close this deal, you just fake it off. This sounds the like only, a horror movie. It ha- Okay. I've never been. I've never had sex and not experienced an orgasm. I don't think. I can't remember. I've I've been having sex a long time, but I don't recall ever not having an orgasm because either I'm giving myself an orgasm in the experience, or he's giving it to me. But I've I know how to come, so that's not a problem for me. Um, but I've been. I've had a partner one time, and I, I swear I hope he does not listen in because um, he'll know it's him. <laughs> but who would bite me? And, I mean, maybe some people like that. I, I, I like, uh, you know, there's some cakey things I like, but biting on, my, like, literally, like, chomping down on my inner thigh, like, have you had anything even just brush your inner thigh? That's an area that's very sensitive to touch. So teeth are just not friendly there. In my opinion, you can nip at it very gently, but don't be, like, trying to get into my flesh. And he was sitting there biting into my thighs, and the first time I was like, okay, I might be able to do this because, you know, I was curious as to whether this would get me off. But when I realized this shit really, really hurt, I made it very clear. Ow, this shit hurts. But he kept at it. See, that's selfish to me. Don't keep doing something and you know it's not working for me. And you're doing it so hard, like you're really sucking on candy. Okay, I've written, I've written scenes where I said, you know, like he suck, suckled on it like it's rock candy. I meant gently. I don't mean like <laughs> trying to pull my uterus out. You know, come on now. Like there is there is a way to do this. And if I am responding to you and letting you know, if I'm pulling away, if I just because I don't have a problem with saying, yeah, let's let's do something else. You know, 
I mean, listen, pay attention to me. I'm telling you, this is not good shit. So to me, there are just some men who just aren't good lovers because to me, being a good lover means listening, paying attention, you know, truly being about pleasure. And if it's not a pleasurable experience, then some women are just going to be like, I got to figure out a way to get out of this rather than just saying, let's stop. You know, and I don't know why we have problems with that, but, you know, it is what it is. That's all I got. I I think it's rather simple. People just are lying, you know? (laughs) Now, let's let you and I talk about something for a second. Uh Uh-oh. No, no, no. This is cool. Okay. Agree or disagree? The priority in sex for the man should be to give her satisfaction, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he, so. Because he can get his. He will get his. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways for him to get his. Mm-hmm. He's only there because she allowed him to be there. Mm-hmm. So the least he could do is reward her for allowing him to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, another question I have for you. And I want to see if you agree with this. But hold on. Go ahead. It is also her responsibility to give him a good experience as well. And I say this because, and I I talked about this in our group once before. Yes, the reality is that the vast majority of men can and will come. Being good, he will come. Strictly because friction. So it is much easier for a man to come without truly enjoying it just because the action of up and down or whatever is going to bring him to orgasm. And that's not always the case with us. Though um, sometimes vibrators act in that way. It will take an experience from you. It will pull an orgasm from you because of just how fast the vibrator – how do I know this? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but the point is, though, you know, just because he can and will come no matter what, unless it's really horrible, like dry and maybe potentially so loose that he don't feel any friction, like whatever the case may be. Negative A pussy because of that case. (laughs) And it doesn't mean, though, that women have no responsibility to be a good lover as well. I think this is also where you get your orgasm. Because in pleasing him, you get responses from him that fuel your confidence. It makes you feel good to know that in some of those positions and in some of the things that you're doing, you are you have control, control that you often won't get with a man. This will be the only place that you get it. I have heard a number of women who thought that given fellatio was nasty. And, you know, like you're being used. I'm thinking, honey, you are the most powerful woman in the world in that moment, if you do it right. I mean, that should give you such extreme pleasure to have that type of control and ability, you know, especially if he's enjoying it. I mean, if you're good at it. I mean, if you ain't good at it, then all of this, just scratch it. But if you're great, 
and you see that you're great at this, and it's very clear. I mean, that is not, you are not being used. And if, even if you are being used, you're being used in the right way. That should make you hornier. That should make you wetter. You should even come from that shit, that type of power, the abilities that you have and the way that he's reacting to you. But, you know, that requires, I think, a lot of time um, an open mind, and oftentimes women aren't there. So just counter that, the idea that it is your responsibility as a man to please us, yes, and it's also ours to please you. And I think when we're both involved in the sexual experience, this is how everybody wins. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. The other question I had for you, and I wanted to see if you agree with this, in most cases, people do in the bedroom, people do what they enjoy having done to them. Do you agree with that? I agree that initially, yes. I think that's how you start. I think that's where you start. But I don't think that that should be where you finish. I agree. You've got to be able to adjust. And adapt. Yeah. you got to yeah. adapt to your prey. Mm-hmm. With that I being agree. said, though, don't be going to nobody's fucking bedroom for the first time and biting them. <laughs> that ain't no first time nice to be with you shit that you should be doing. Right. If, if you are biting, you need to have a discussion about that shit and find out if she or he is into it. Give him a warning. completely off guard. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And it hurt. It really hurt. I still remember it. And I was like, before my husband. It had to, you're right. I mean, it's always going to be before my husband. The point is, of course. this is a long time ago. Yeah, scared your ass into getting married, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, not okay. that. <laughs> but seriously, like, yeah, you don't do that. I mean, it's like if we're together for the first time and all of a sudden you're tying me up with no discussion, you know, like, there needs to be an understanding of what type of sexual partners we're going to be, you know, and I, I'm always shy. I'm like, I'm a shy person initially when I first meet people. So it doesn't even matter if it's a sexual experience and I've known you for a long time. I'm coming in there shy because this is something new. And I think it's always served me because being shy or um, reserved, it allows me to observe and learn. So I always feel like that first sexual experience, even though I'm not – I don't know, like a superstar as far as like trying to have the spotlight and do 20 million things and making everything happen. I think it served, it always served me well because I learned so much so that I could be the best sexual partner for this person. Not that I didn't bring my shit the first time, but I'm just saying so much more about him that allowed me to then not be shy at all that second time. Yeah. (laughs) All right, go ahead and take us home. Uh Uh-oh, I wasn't prepared. Okay. (laughs) 
So thank you for listening in on Episode 5 of The Universe is Talking. We hope that you've enjoyed. Please leave a comment below and subscribe to our channel, Universe Talking, to be notified of new episodes every week.